You're listening to a DM podcast. Hello and welcome to the Healthy Hustlers podcast. I'm your host, Madeline Carafa. This is a podcast where we chat healthy habits and positive mindset to help you thrive. into today's episode, I'm so excited to welcome a fellow healthy hustler to share a healthy habit that is helping them thrive. If you have a healthy habit that you'd love to share on the podcast, you can do so by hitting me up on Instagram at Madeline Carafa. Hey hustlers, my name is Emma, Blissful Health with Emma on Instagram and I live on the Gold Coast and my habit is movement. Whether it's stretching, walking to the coffee shop in the morning or doing a workout, for me movement is more than moving my body, it's moving my mind, my emotions and for me is one of the most powerful things I can do every day. Well, hello, my beautiful friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Healthy Hustlers podcast. It's so nice to be here today. I've just walked into the studio after two successful drop-offs. So Georgia at Kinder today, Rocco at Family Daycare, both so happy, which like as a mum, any mum would know is such a good feeling and hopefully a sign of them feeling safe and happy. So I left feeling really good today and I have a confession. If you've been following me on Instagram, you will have known that I shared about giving up coffee, which I have done so well this year. I have I've only had two coffees since the start of the new year and I was feeling so good after not having coffee but then I've had two 4am starts with my little Rocco man and having to drive to Melbourne I was like you know what today is a day that I'm getting a coffee (laughs) so I am fueled by coffee so that might mean that I talk a little bit faster than usual but it's such a good feeling always walking into the studio I feel like I really kind of just step into I don't know who I want to be and how I want to show up when I'm here. So I want to thank you for being here and tuning in because that allows me to come into the studio. So if you enjoy this episode, like always, please make sure you share it with someone that might get something out of it. But today I am chatting about the concept of self-identity and I'm going to give you a little snapshot, I guess, or insight into how this came about, me me creating this episode, because it's actually a bit of a concept that I've been thinking about and toying with and exploring with since probably, I reckon about November, I had this kind of real realization and I guess a little bit of a, maybe you want to call it an awakening or just a aha moment. And so I want to dive into it with you today. I guess this concept of self-identity really started for me middle of last year, end of last year, because for so long, and I feel like basically since I've become a mum and maybe since the Healthy Hustlers has grown a little bit and, you know, there's more ears on the show and there's more eyes on my Instagram, I've really struggled with this fear of judgment and what people are thinking of me. And when I tell people that, they're actually really surprised that I have that. And I don't have that on the podcast. Like I feel so in my authenticity and in my power when I'm on the podcast and connecting with you. And this feels so natural and like what I'm meant to do. But when it comes 
to Instagram and obviously Instagram is such a big part of my business. It's always been a space where I've been really scared and to show up and the fear of judgment. And I think a lot of it comes from just, I obviously have a lot of friends in the space now, but I mean, my foundation of friends and family pre me starting the Healthy Hustlers, like, you know, a lot of my girlfriends would never even post on Instagram. So it's such a weird... I guess, thing for me to share so much of what I do and myself online. And I think having a marketing background where I was on the other side of the fence has had a lot to do with this, but I've really been crippled by this fear of judgment and what people think of me. And I know that it's really held me back a lot. And so I knew that that was a really big part of my personal growth and my development. If I want to turn Healthy Hustlers into the vision that I have, I really need to move past this fear of judgment. And this came about when I was chatting to a girlfriend. It was via text message, which I don't really do much deep and meaningful or like personal stuff over text. I don't really like communicating via text message. I'm very much a voice note kind of girl or a phone call. But anyway, we're communicating via text and I expressed to her how there was a situation I was moving through and I was just like so paralyzed by like the fear of judgment and what people were thinking about me. And she very kindly wrote this really beautiful message back to me about how she perceived me as a friend and also how she believed other people perceived me. And it was really, you know, really nice just about how she thinks that people just see me, you know, showing up in my sparkle and in my authenticity and that you're just so passionate. And reading this message, it was such a beautiful moment to just realize like, that's exactly how I want people to see me. That's exactly how I, you know, how I'm working so hard to even see myself. And it was this really big moment for me to just really change the narrative around what I thought other people were thinking about me. And then I started to really think about, imagine if we were all taught, I guess, or encouraged to think that people are only thinking positive and nice things about us. So many of us are so crippled by this concept of fear of judgment of what other people will think. And at the end of the day, we're actually never, ever going to know, well, majority of the time, we're never going to know what people are actually thinking about us. So why are we restricting ourselves so much and focusing on this negative and people thinking negative things about us when we could actually just assume that they're speaking really positively and really kindly about us and about the way that we show up and our passions and our zest for life and our, you know, our big goals and our big desires instead of judging us. And so I really decided in that moment to really flip the narrative, to really say to myself, you know what, from now on, that fear of judgment, I'm only going to focus on assuming that people are saying something nice about me because I am leading with that, you know, that love and that kindness. And I'm always, you know, trying to come from the best place and in an authentic way. So why don't I just focus on that's the way people are seeing it. And so when I really started to dive into this, it was just this massive mindset shift for me. And I was like, that's it. Like next year, there's none of this, you know, assuming people are judging. I'm actually just going to assume the best. And not long after that, I listened to a podcast episode on the Mindspo podcast with Rochelle Fox. And she actually was diving into this concept of like self-identity in the way we view ourselves. I was like, oh, that's so interesting. It's exactly kind of like what I've been thinking about and exploring a little bit more. 
And so I decided to really dive into this concept a little bit more so that I could provide you with some really insightful tips and insights into how you can actually build a super positive and super empowering self-identity. So the concept of self-identity and I guess self-empowerment has really been explored by so many thought leaders. Like when I started to dive in this, you know, there's thought leaders in psychology and personal development and even spirituality who really explore this topic in a lot of depth. And Brem Brown, I really hope I'm saying her name right, um, She is an amazing thought leader. She's an author and she works, I guess her work really explores how individuals can really embrace their imperfections. And by doing that, by embracing their own uniqueness and their imperfection, it can actually cultivate a much higher and better sense of self-worthiness. And Louise Hay is another amazing thought leader. She is kind of almost like the pioneer. She's like the self-help guru, really. She's she's like the, the, the pioneer in the space. And Louise Hay is such an advocate for the power of positive affirmations and self-love in healing and transformation. So her teachings really emphasize like the importance of self-empowerment and self-care as the foundations for your actual overall well-being. She really goes in depth about how positive affirmations and that sense of self-love can heal you. Like she she has a whole book on how you can use this as profound transformation on your personal growth journey. And she has incredible, incredible resources and, you know, goes in depth about get the power of affirmations and how to use them and self-love. So, you know, this whole concept is been here for so long and has been studied by so many people. And once I got diving even deeper into this kind of concept, it showed that like many spiritual traditions, such as Buddhism, actually offer insights into the nature of self and the importance of self-awareness in your spiritual awakening. So, you know, practices such as meditation and mindfulness and self-inquiry are actually central to cultivating a much deeper understanding of who you truly are and what you truly value in life. So, you know, when we really dive into it, this is such a powerful tool for you to have on your self-development journey. And I think building out a really powerful and empowering and strong and motivating self-identity is so, so important. You know, I talk a lot about being your own best friend and your biggest cheerleader and having positive self-talk. And really that is all so tied into your personal self-identity because the stronger your self-identity is, the stronger that you perceive yourself in a positive way, the more likely you are going to show up in such a positive manner. You're going to feel worthy and, you know, more deserving of those goals and those aspirations. You're going to feel worthy of those beautiful friendships that you that you want. You're going to feel worthy of the opportunities that come to you because you have a strong sense of self-identity. And so this is what I've really been diving into the last few months is really building that sense of what I believe my self-identity is. How do I perceive myself? And so 
I just think that the more that we can even do this as an exercise, I know at throughout January um, and the end of last year, I gave you a lot of little, I guess, tools or rituals that you can do. And, you know, the vision board was one of the first tools I gave you and really building out that and the reflection at in January and creating your reflection where you can celebrate yourself from last year, but spending some time really getting crystal clear on what your personal self identity is, is another really, really important step in this process of becoming the person that you truly desire and who you visualize yourself as. And some ways that you can really do this is first really define what self-identity means to you and also why it's important. I want to show up in a world, in a space where I am going to be judged and I don't want to have that fear of judgment. I want to have such a strong and empowering sense of self that I don't care what anyone else thinks. You know, I know that I'm leading from a place of authenticity. I'm leading from a place of love and from passion. And that's what I want to believe. And that's all I need to know. I don't need anyone else's opinion. So why is it important to you? Like what is what is your self-identity? So and and why is it important? Get really clear on that. And then explore the idea of how self-identity can actually be formed. Like what are some experiences, some beliefs, some values that you might currently hold that don't actually serve the self-identity that you currently hold and then how can you reshape those experiences and beliefs and values who are your influences who are you listening to on podcasts who are you following on Instagram all of those will actually have an impact on the self-identity you hold so if you are listening to empowering and uplifting podcasts if you are following people in self-development and manifestation that make you feel good and open your mind and make you believe that you are worthy of all the greatness you desire, then you'll be able to shape those beliefs and those values so much quicker. So really start exploring that and try to let go of any of the beliefs or the values that you're holding onto that actually don't positively serve the self-identity that you're currently holding onto or are not going to help shape the self-identity that you want to hold and believe in. So the next little tip, and this is one I've tried to really be a lot more diligent on this year, is really setting and pursuing your personal goals. I know I've said that before, but I've always been very good at setting goals, but actually really holding myself accountable to them and working out a strategy, breaking them down into like accountable steps to stay motivated hasn't been my strength. So, you know, this January, that is what I've actually put a lot more time into. So I really encourage you to set out your goals for this year and make sure they are meaningful and also that they're very aligned with your values and your aspirations. There's no point in having goals that are not aligned with the values that you hold because you're never going to be motivated enough to, you know, show up and work towards those things. So really making sure that they're meaningful goals that align with your own personal values and aspirations you hold, not what someone else holds, not what someone else in, you know, lane three holds or someone on chapter 30. It's what the aspirations that you hold. And this is something that I've had to get really, really laser focused on doing because I think operating in a space where you can hear 
hear what other people are working towards and you see on Instagram, it's so easy to get detoured into other lanes or think that something else looks a bit more glittery or, you know, shinier. When when I actually sit with it, I'm like, that is so not in alignment with my values, with my dreams. It's not my aspiration. So it's blocking out that noise and getting really crystal clear on what it is, what those desires and goals that you hold deep in your heart are, because that's when you're going to be motivated enough to show up for it. You're going to continue to build the habits and the rituals and things that you need to be able to show up for those goals, because they're like building blocks. You know, you don't just have this big goal and then all of a sudden achieve it. Like there's actionable steps underneath those goals that need your time and your attention and your energy to actually become your reality. So really making sure that you are setting some time to get super crystal clear on what those goals are and why they align with your values and your aspirations, not with someone else's. And then building out a strategy for actually achieving those goals. So this is, um, I did speak about how I have been doing Steph Pays's reset roadmap, I'm pretty sure it's called, or roadmap reset. And that had a really cool strategy in it for breaking down your goals where you actually have your all over year goals, your big ballsy goals for the year, and then you break them down into like quarters or months and then building out the habits on that that you'll need. And then from that, I actually had another layer. So I also broke it down into like weekly and monthly goals that I would need to do. So like say, contact this person, set a meeting with this person, put together a pitch for X, Y, and Z, all of these little actionable steps that I need to take that will build up to the bigger goal. So being able to do this is actually really important for your self identity because it is helping you Show yourself that you are deserving and you are worthy of what you desire because you're showing up for these goals and desires. You have a clear plan to work towards and it also helps to keep you really motivated. So if you listen to my manifestation moments episode on the journal entry, this is where that journal entry can become a really powerful practice because once you have these big goals laid out and a clear plan on how you're going to achieve it, you can then start using this manifestation journal entry to keep you motivated because you're writing your goals every single day and reminding yourself of what you're staying focused on and what the big picture is you want to achieve which in turn keeps you motivated to you know be able to actually do those little actionable steps those little things on your to-do list that are all adding up to the bigger picture at the end of the day So the next part that I believe has really been helping me on this positive self-identity journey is really identifying what my strengths are and what my weaknesses are without any judgment on myself, not looking at them as good or bad, just becoming aware of where I'm really good at showing up, which are my strengths. Like, where do I just... Where am I in my power? Like what comes so naturally to me and feels easy? So at the moment, for example, that's cooking healthy dinners, meal planning, doing a big grocery shop, like being organized with food. I feel like I'm in my power with that at the moment. That's a strength of mine right now. Like that's something that 
feels easy and good and like I feel proud of whether my weaknesses or the points that I am not as great at is I often get really distracted by my phone throughout the day and I often also you know after I've cooked I feel like I have this big break where we do the kids bedtime and all of that Ryan gets super organized for the next day and I just like sit there and like look at the mess like a fairy godmother is going to come and just tidy the kitchen for me and I I have this really bad this really interesting habit of going and sitting in our pantry and just scrolling on my mindlessly and then it gets to like 8 30 and I'm like oh my goodness I've still got all the prep for tomorrow to come and so I've brought a lot of awareness to the fact that that doesn't serve me the mess is not going anywhere it still needs to get cleaned up so how about you just put your phone in a drawer and just do it. And so that is what I have been getting really clear on is where I can become better. So it's not about being better than anyone else or comparing myself. It's where can I be a better me? How can I show up better so that I can thrive? That's how I've been looking at it. So I've really been focusing on like when I'm cooking dinner, okay, what dishes can I be doing to make this a more seamless evening for Ryan and I? What do I need to pack? Like getting really almost like crystal clear on what I need to do for the next day to make that successful. So they're just some little, I guess, personal insights into how I've explored my strengths and weaknesses. Obviously, you can dive into this from a communication perspective with maybe in a relationship or with your work. For me, it's really about showing up in my daily life better. And when I'm working, like how can I be less distracted by my phone? So integrating things like timers and, you know, just a bit more like self-awareness for the habits that are not serving me. So really exploring this can lead to like a lot of personal growth and also a lot of empowerment because when you start showing up in this way that you see yourself and you want to see yourself it feels really freaking good like you become really proud of yourself and you become really aware that you are on a journey and this is a journey and you have things to be proud of on this journey and it's not about always getting it right it's just about being a little bit better every single day. So the next thing I want to talk about, I feel like for me personally, these two have gone hand in hand because I know I've mentioned Dr. Joe Dispenser's meditations, which I did get a few messages about and you can download them. You just purchase them on his website, to be honest. Um, So just go to Dr. Joe Dispenser and there's all his meditation albums. So I have personally been trying to be a lot more diligent with doing his evening meditation at the moment. I've been trying to do the morning one, but I won't lie. I do really struggle. I don't have two kids who wake up at the same time every day, put it that way. (laughs) Every day is a little bit different. So it has been a little bit harder for me to commit to the morning one, but it's something I'm working towards. But the evening one is actually what I believe has helped me have a much stronger self-reflection and self-awareness for the strengths and the weaknesses in my day. So by actually reflecting and taking mindful time to reflect on my day and using that as a tool for self-awareness, these meditations as a tool for self-awareness has been so, so, so game-changing. Like I actually 
cannot emphasize to you enough how much it has helped me become so aware of the things that are serving me and the things that are not serving me. Because this meditation almost takes you through your day, really. Like it makes you have a bird's eye view of your day and your actions, I guess. And then at the end, it celebrates the strengths or the ways that you did show up in a great way. Joe Dispenser is really big on mental rehearsal. And I guess that's just another way of saying visualization, which you all know that I'm huge on. But he really helps you to explore this mental rehearsal of like how you want to show up better tomorrow, how like actually running through your day and how you would feel and how you would show up. So I feel like those two things, like that really really embracing that self-reflection as a pillar of my growth on this self-identity journey has allowed me to become so aware of the strengths and, you know, the weaker points, the things that I can improve on in my day to day. So they are some of my, I guess, top tips or my top tools for really building a strong, powerful and empowering self-identity, which I believe is such an important pillar of our personal development journey. So like I said, there's so many, you know, thought leaders who have explored this work in so much depth. If you are, you know, into affirmations and the power of those and using them in in a super positive way, definitely check out Louise Hay's work. Like I said, she's like the pioneer in the self-help world. Yeah, there's so many spiritual leaders and teachers and traditions that explore this in so much more depth. So I would love to hear what you think about this episode. It's very much a journey that I'm on and one that I'm loving. And I really hope that it helps you on your journey of personal growth as well. So please share this episode with a friend or family member that might also be on this journey. And let's together this year build a super strong personal self-identity so that we can literally conquer those dreams and desires that we are so, so capable of achieving. So much love for you. Thank you once again for being here and I'll be back in your ears very soon.